welcome, welcome, welcome. So now today, we're not in a good vibe. We're not in a good vibe. And do you know what? As hard as it is to come and record this when I'm feeling a bit shitty, um, I thought it was important to do because it's just a part of life and it's something that we all go through. And I was like, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to come on. So obviously I've spoken about rejection before in an earlier podcast and it was very much the lighter side of rejection and all that kind of stuff. And I still do believe what I say is in I do love rejection right now at this very moment in time. Am I loving it? No. But in a week, a month or a year's time, I'm going to look back on this and be like, okay, everything happens for a reason. That was just a little bump in the road that got me to where I am now. So I'm just trying to be positive and look at it that way. But basically we've had a bit of a shit show. A bit of a shit show. So last night I was dumped on my fetus once again. And obviously I'm not actually being dumped because this guy was in no way shape for my boyfriend, but I just love saying dumped. I don't know why, I just feel like it sums up how I, how you feel when somebody ends things with you, do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, basically um, if you are on the Patreon, you will know that I was seeing somebody if you're not on the Patreon. To be honest, I don't know whether I'm gonna put this up on the Patreon or the real podcast, but I feel like I will put it up on the actual podcast just because I feel like this is kind of like an important podcast in a sense because, you know, you always see me upbeat, happy, and sometimes life just isn't like that. And at the minute, there's been a few knockbacks recently that I've had that, I mean, I think it's, it's a good thing to come on and talk about because I feel like a lot of people can relate to it and it's just important to talk about these things because it's okay to feel shitty and to feel down sometimes and the more we talk about it, the better we will all be. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, basically I was seeing this guy um, and like we've only been seeing each other for like a month or so, but actually probably longer than a month, but I don't know. I just thought that, you know, there was a bit of a connection there. I felt like we were very much really good friends um, more than anything, which I think this is why this has stung so badly how he went about things. So yeah, basically I was seeing a guy, um, we'll call it, we're, his name is Motorbike Boy for any of those who are in my close friends or in the Patreon. And yeah, like it was very lighthearted and fun. And I thought I was getting the ick about 25 times at the start. And then basically things kind of progressed. And I was like, do you know what? Like we opened up about like real personal stuff and got to know each other. And I was like, do you know what? No, like I actually do, do like this guy. Um, if you are in the Patreon, you'll obviously know why. Because I went into detail about it there. Obviously I'm not going to hear as he could very easily listen to this. But yeah, the, the reason I'm not here today is to tell you the whole story and what happened and blah 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 but basically just to tell you how it ended and how I am going to try to get over this even though tomorrow I'll probably wake up and feel a million dollars and forgotten his name today I feel shit and last night when it happened I definitely felt shit so before I get into it recently life has just been a bit shitty like I've been applying for jobs. Obviously, you all know I want to get into presenting. I want to work in a radio station or in a TV or in production, something along those lines. 
and I've just been applying for everything and I just don't even get a response. I don't get interviews, I get nothing. And finally, I had an interview for a radio station in Limerick. I was really prepared for the interview, really excited for it. The job was to produce and present my own show, which is literally gold dust, like that just does not come around at all. So I'm there and I'm really excited, all prepared, ready to go, did the interview and the interview went amazingly. Now, obviously the only thing was is that I'm not from Limerick and it's a show based in Limerick. So that's obviously a disadvantage, but I did a bit of research um, on artists in Limerick and stuff. So it's kind of like, seemed like I knew a good bit about them. And then I looked up some events in the college and stuff like that. But like, obviously this is a college radio and they've been people volunteering for years. So like the chances were stacked against me, but I still went hell for leather and gave it my all. And look, I didn't get it. And I was bloody devastated that I didn't get it. I fully in my head had like planned moving to Limerick, what my life would be down there, continuing the pod from Limerick, meeting new people, living away from home. Like this year, as you all know, I'm meant to be in New York for the year. So that whole thing of like, just kind of starting my own life and getting away was like very much like I was fully visualizing being there, which just shows that visualizing and manifestation is a load of shite, not that I ever believed it anyway. But, um, yeah, I genuinely, genuinely was very much like this, this is going to happen. Like I was, I just like had a feeling it was going to happen and it didn't. And yeah, I was, I was rejected and I was fucking devastated and it still stings a little bit. But as I said, in, in, in a year's time, I look back and be like, okay, thank God that didn't happen because this happened instead. And I genuinely do believe that. But if in a year's time I'm still babysitting, somebody come and just hit me and tell me to move country or something, okay? But no, I'm only joking. But like, I genuinely just feel like it was a bit of like a hit, a bit of a dent in the ego. Do you know what I mean? And like, you know me, like obviously I always say I love rejection because I think it's really important. But like, I think as well, it's important for me to come on and be raw and honest about how, you know, sometimes I can just take a bit of a shit on you, a dump on you, literally. And you got dumped, but um, no. And then just but having issues with friendships and stuff like that. So there's just been a lot going on and I haven't been well either. So there's just not COVID or the Rona. Do not come for me. I don't have Rona, I promise. But like, I just have just been a bit drained and I think a bit fed up with how life has been recently. Obviously, we're all fed up and this is not, I feel sorry for me. This is not anything like that. That's not what I'm doing at all. I just want to be honest about how, you know, obviously I'm such an upbeat, happy person, but we all go through phases where we're like, what the fuck am I doing in my life? What the hell? What is going on? Like, do you know that kind of way? And I think seeing this guy, Motorbike Boy, kind of just was like an escapism from all of that. I know we weren't seeing each other for long, but like it was something to look forward to at the weekends. It was something a bit different, somebody new to hang out with. Um, fun new experiences all that kind of thing not that we really did much together or anything but it was just like we got on really well and we had really good chats and we bonded over something that like you know we opened up and and spoke a lot about and I felt like it was so nice to chat to somebody about it because I suppose there hasn't been somebody in a while that I have spoken to about this that didn't already know so like it was kind of therapeutical in a way I suppose but anyway so basically um the last like week or so and if you're on the Patreon you'll know this I was like I'm being ghosted I'm being ghosted well yeah he was ghosting me but then like I texted him and he'd send a text back being like oh I'm so busy with interviews I'm really busy with work like 
obviously excuses but because we had gotten on so well I was like okay like I did kind of believe him and like the last time we met up like we spent like we were watching tv for a while like with my dad like it was very like kind of coupley and like you know something happened that he was like you know checking up on me and stuff and all this kind of stuff like it just had gotten to a point of like okay I went into this and I was very honest with him. I was like, I'm not looking for anything serious. I just want a bit of fun. And I don't think I was starting to look for something serious, but I think we had built like a friendship. So I just wasn't expecting it to end the way that it did, if that makes sense. Like if he had said to me last night, oh, like actually I want you to be my girlfriend or something, I would have shit myself and I would have said, no, like I'm not looking for that. But like, I think I just really liked it, which also is not, a, not fair on him because well, now we know he was not looking for anything more. But like, if he had it been, it probably wasn't the right way to go by things because obviously we'd met up a few times for it just to be like friends benefits, share that kind of way. But anyway, he'd met my dad, like he'd been to the house, like we'd been intimate together, all that kind of stuff. So like, I suppose it was leading towards kind of getting semi-serious. Um, and just some of the ways that he acted, I felt was kind of like coupley. And I was like, that like was giving me the ick. So I was like, oh God, kind of scared by that. But then the last time I was with him, I was like, okay, no, like I actually do like him. So anyway, typical, he starts ghosting me. And I just thought like, I genuinely did think he was probably busy, but like, I feel like your gut feeling knows if you're being ghosted or not. So anyway, we'd kept talking about how we wanted to do a double date. And finally, I found a participant for the double date who was literally a hero and basically messaged him me like, I found a participant for the double date. Like, when are we getting started? And he didn't reply for a few days. And I was like, okay, I'm being ghosted. Then he finally replied once again, was like, interviews, busy, busy, busy. So he's ghosted me for overall about a week, but like, I was just kind of like, okay, either he's gotten scared because he's like Matt bars and like it's all a bit too intense for him or he's he's just got the ick and isn't interested anymore. And then, anyway, he replied being like, who, really excited for the double date. And then I replied and then he didn't reply again. So last night, like, and this is the situation as well. I feel like normally I would have ghosted him. Like, no, I would have let him ghost me. So I would have just like been like, uh, you all know me. I hate double texting. I hate letting guys think that they're like unreal and I'm like gagging for their, um, their attention because I'm not. But with this situation, because we like opened up about personal stuff and we were like, quite like raw and vulnerable with each other and like I felt like there was a mutual respect there I was like okay I don't like even if he is ghosting me I feel like we should end this on civil like you know make it civil make it mature like we're not fucking teenagers ghosting each other after spending like a quite a, a lot of time together so anyway basically I bit the bullet I just texted him like here can you give me a call and he replied once again be like oh god I'm so sorry I've been awful at replying really sorry and um, yeah I'll call you now and like 20 minutes later still hadn't called and I was like for fuck's sake so I just called him so we we're on the phone and like the start of the conversation was very much him being like oh like how are you getting on how's Cam how's sorry Cam's my dog how's how's life did you get that interview like very much like chatting away and then I was asking him about stuff and then I was like, here, look, the main reason I'm calling is are we doing a double date this weekend? Like, what's the story? What's going on? And basically he was like, oh, like, I need to be honest with you. I just don't think this is going anywhere. And like, I'm not going to lie. As much as I want to say, I was like, oh, well, fuck you. On to the next one. My heart fell out my arsehole. Like, I don't know why. I think it just was like, I was just like, I, just, I think I was caught off guard, even though I shouldn't have been. And I don't know, I, I just, I just was, I was just um, blindsided, to be honest. I just was a bit shocked and I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, And I basically was just like, you know, like, 
thanks for like telling me or whatever but I was like don't go somebody for a week like just tell them that you're not interested anymore like kind of thing and I was like obviously we had spoken a lot about a certain situation and opened up a bit so like you know if you ever do need like advice or support or whatever like you know you can contact me so like at this point it, it was quite civil or whatever and then he was basically just like oh do you want to do the double date anyway like because it'd be fun for our friends and I was like no no you will never see this face again like are you fucking delusional why would I want to do the double date and then I was like to him so do you think you could meet up with me now and like not fucking kiss me or anything and that just pissed me off because I was like why the fuck do you care more about like your friend getting his bit potentially than like hurting my feelings by wanting to meet up with me and he was like we can just be pals I was like okay absolutely not also what I thought was really really bizarre was that in the midst of the conversation he decided that that was the right time to tell me that he actually hadn't been studying for interviews and getting ready for interviews and that he actually didn't have any interviews and that he hadn't been really busy with work and that was all just an excuse like I get there's being honest but then there's just like okay shut the fuck up like there's no need to tell me that like why are you trying to put the boot in so much like being like oh yeah I actually was ghosting you the last week and pretending I was really busy so I didn't have to talk to you I was like to him would you ever just man up and tell would you ever man up and just tell people how you're really feeling rather than just fucking lying about it and leading somebody on like I just find that so pathetic and I actually just lost so much respect for him when he said that just pretend that you were studying for interview still and that you were actually were busy as well as ghosting me the fact that he said that it's just like he's trying to clear his conscience but it's just insulting me and upsetting me more so I just know why the fuck he said that so then basically I was like here look did, did I do something or did something happen that made you like not interested anymore and this is the knife in the fucking heart prepare yourself for it he goes um, seeing you made me realise that I was looking for something serious, but just not with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking cry. Like, I it was just such a fucking kick in the teeth. I don't know why it has affected me as much as it has. Like, maybe it's my own fucking insecurities about, like, obviously having this podcast and about being a really open and sexual person and, do you know, that kind of way, like... It kind of just made me feel that like, oh yeah, like seeing you was great, but like you'd never be girlfriend material. That's how I felt after he said it. Like that's kind of the feeling it left with me. And like, I don't even know why I'm upset about that because I would never in a million years want to be considered girlfriend material. Like I want to be any other type of material than girlfriend material. But I think it was because like the fact that we like opened up with each other and we'd been intimate with each other and we'd been really close and we got on so well like why the fuck couldn't he have seen himself going out with me even though I'm open about sex and I have a podcast and I'm a open honest person who is very sure of themselves and doesn't just like sit back in the corner and not share their opinion I don't understand like and obviously sorry like that should make me understand he's just not looking for somebody like me he's looking for somebody who literally will bite their tongue in situations and who maybe doesn't have this big outgoing personality and maybe that's just that and like fair enough like he's he's spotted that and he's like no I'm not looking for this also from what I can gather I think and this is is an assumption that I think could be right but if he's ever listening to this I'm not saying that this is 100% the truth but I think he has come from a religious um a religious family and 
my gathering is is if a priest was to meet me tomorrow he'd be fucking disgusted by everything about me probably so I have a feeling he probably was like my family probably would not like her and would be disgusted by her actions and the way she goes about her life which is absolutely like fine as well but I just feel like there was a bit of like leading on in this situation I feel and there was a bit of you know we're friends like we were friends like we got on really really well and I thought there was mutual respect so for him to just say kind of to turn it on me in a sense and say that like it was my fault that he was ending it like he said that I'm absolutely wild um that I'm crazy like I'm this crazy girl like basically implying I'm like crazy wild crazy kind of thing and like fair enough I take that as a compliment don't you know but like just to like I just basically felt like he was saying like oh you were great for a shag but I you made me realize I don't want just a shag I want a girlfriend but you're just not girlfriend material at all that's how I felt maybe I've taken this completely wrong but that's just how I felt um and yeah going to bed last night I was just really really upset to be honest um obviously I always say when you go through a breakup I always give myself a weekend because I do not like to waste my time people do not like to waste it but I gave myself like a weekend to be sad about something and then I'm straight back on the horse again and I will move on and I will be getting out my life but obviously in a normal life you can go out for lunch with the girlos you can go to your friend's house you can go to the cinema you can go out to a club and for dinner and go on a crazy wild night out in lockdown I feel like we need to probably allow ourselves more time than a weekend but I will not allow myself longer than probably today to be sad about this that's why I was like I need to record this now when I'm feeling like vulnerable a little bit because I feel like it's more honest and truthful but yeah I don't know I kind of just have like you know that when you've that like pain in your chest and you just feel a bit like shit do you know that feeling it's kind of the feeling I have right now I know everything else in my life that's happening I'm just like fuck this fuck that fuck this like I'm just like oh I'm not arsed but like I think you know your mental health and everything you're the only one who can control it and who can fix it and sometimes when you're going through a rough patch you just need to fucking snap yourself out of it and that's exactly what I plan on doing that's exactly what I will do I know that but obviously as I said rejection it's a part of life we're gonna get rejected so many times in our life but just at the minute I feel like I've been rejected in a friendship in a job situation and by a boy so it's all just kind of come at once which is just a bit overwhelming to say the least but anyway my friend actually today one of my friends he's just been the best support ever and she is literally just one of my favorite humans in the world sent me a text saying which I think is really important to read this out because I feel like it just kind of sums up this situation. But basically it said, look, Martha, I'll tell it to you straight. I think that there are a lot of boys, and I mean boys, not men, who are intimidated by strong, confident women who own their sexuality and are completely authentic. Now they're more than happy to have their secret relationships with them, kind of the secret kink when they kind of buzz off that power dynamic when the girl is the stronger one. But then when it comes to reality, they are not man enough to have this in public. Scared of what their bros will think, such a strong GF who's dominant is the dominant one in the relationship. Scared of what their dad may think. And now I don't mean to say it's going to be harder for you to find someone because of the way you are, but I think that's going to help you to filter out the weak boys and find the real men. And that is just 
exactly what I needed to hear and exactly sums up this situation. He was looking for somebody who who isn't going to take control, who isn't going to be outspoken, who isn't going to do things that are outside of the norms of society. And that's great. That's fair enough. I'm glad that maybe from seeing me, he's figured out exactly what he's looking for. And my God, I hope he finds it because I really don't think he's a bad guy. And I really had a lot of time for him. I just think the way the situation was handled was just a bit shitty on my behalf. But sure, look, these things happen and it's life and we will get over it. But I just wanted to come on today just to give a bit of a reality check that, you know, sometimes we do go through these shitty things. And sometimes if if this had happened to me probably two months ago when everything else in my life was going great, I probably wouldn't have even been upset about it. And I would have been grand and just gone on with life. But when everything else is a bit tough, I feel like these situations just, it makes these situations 10 times harder, if that makes sense. But like last night, one of my um best friends called me and we had a big chat about it. And she made me feel so much better. And then today I've been getting messages from all my friends asking how I am and stuff. So like that's just shows what's really important in life and what to really focus on. So yeah, I'm so lucky and my friends are just absolutely amazing and they're the greatest people ever and I'm so lucky and I hope they all know how grateful I am for, for them all. Like they're all just the best people ever. But I suppose it kind of hits home that, you know, like obviously I don't have my mum and I feel like in these situations whenever you're upset about something, like that's literally the best person to go to. Um, I don't want to talk about this for too long because I'll get upset. Um, But yeah, I just feel like whenever I have ever had an issue with like a boy or a friend or not getting you know like with my mum it would have been like not getting a college course or like I was sick before we're leaving so she just knew what to do for the CAO and knew what to do for the future like she just always like knew the right thing to say or like had the right advice um so yeah it's just really tough like so yeah I'm literally upset here but yeah it is it's just really difficult like when you don't have that person that's like that person that's like always there like obviously my dad and my family are amazing but I just wouldn't be as close to say stuff like this or to get advice from them whereas I feel like my mom just always said the right thing as moms do they just always know what the right thing to say is is at that time and like even when my ex broke up with me like I remember she collected me from where he'd broken up with me and she was like we're not gonna let this get us down we're not gonna be upset about this for long she was like you can do so much better than him we'll have a few days of being upset and then we'll be back into normal life and you know we'll be back to you'll be back to your normal self just give yourself the time you need to be upset and then move on and like I just felt that I had her just made it so much easier to like you know kind of get over it um and they just are just such a good support they just know what to say and they know what to do especially like me not like having falling out with friends and stuff like that I just feel like my mum would have known exactly what to do and me not getting the interview my mum would have had the perfect speech lined up to say to make me feel better about everything so yeah it's just like it's just difficult but like this is life this is life and I just feel like at the minute it's just been a bit of a shit show but your luck we will get through this and you know next week I'll even tomorrow I'd say I'll be back buzzing to my usual self but like it's okay to be down and it's okay to have tough times 
you know obviously Mother's Day was recently as well so I'd say this is like a backlash of all of that so yeah I just want you to come on and just be raw and honest and if there's anyone else out there who's feeling a similar way like you know my Instagram never feel afraid to message me and to all the people who do message me and ask for support or you know advice and that kind of thing like I really really um I really, really hope that I've helped you guys and that I can help more people in the future. So never feel afraid to message me. The DMs are always are always open. And yeah, I hope you're all well.